Well, our moms think we're funny. So hey everybody, my name is Turk182. I'm a Comey. And welcome back to another episode of Our Moms Think That We Are Funny. And uh, today on Our Moms Think We're Funny, uh, Akomi has given me the green light to once again um, just go all ham <laughs> on a uh, on a topic that uh, something that I hate. But this time I decided that you know I shouldn't actually decide. This time around, I was like, you know what though, I hate this. I really hate this. But you know what I I'm going to use this to my advantage. <laughs> and so what I'm talking about today is cryogenics. Cryogenics. I hate cryogenics. <laughs> but sir, what's wrong with cryogenics? <laughs> well, I hate cryogenics uh, because it's absolute bullshit. That's why I hate cryogenics. <laughs> now, cryogenics as a whole, I think, is actually, it's an, it's an interesting concept. And I'm going to say that that itself is, is bullshit, cryogenics. The, you know, the idea of being frozen until we can find a cure and then we're going to go ahead and unfreeze you and, and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that's perfectly fine. That's cool in the gang, right? Got no issues there. What I do have an issue with is that one, when it comes to like reviving somebody, <laughs> when it comes to reviving somebody, there is a problem with where they've been frozen. Uh, like reviving the, the frozen people. Like you have to, I think there's a special, special thawing process mm-hmm. that you have to use to be able to, to, to unthaw somebody. You can't just put them in a microwave on like a defrost setting, right? Right. To get them, you know, to get their, their body working again, that sort of stuff. Um, yeah. Cause even if you're in, in like a, a coma, you know, you're in a coma. Huh? <laughs> Hi, I'm a coma. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to my mom thinks I'm unconscious. In the coma de vida, baby. (laughs) Don't you know that I... Because in the coma, you can't say anything. Yeah, 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 okay. Shut up. So, um... So, uh... But sometimes they put people in a medically induced coma because we... This is going... We need you in this state so, you know, your body can heal and prepare itself or or whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Um, Hit them upside the head with a frying pan. (laughs) They can go down... (laughs) Night, night. See <laughs> <laughs> you in the morning, ma. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so there's there's there's, there's, a, there's a special like I said like defrosting process that has to take place for all that. And I don't know if that's ever been worked out. I've never really looked too much into cryogenics. Mm-hmm. The part that I say is bullshit is that. And you know, you know where I'm going with this. I've talked about this so many times. <laughs> what is my problem with with people freezing themselves um, for cryogenics? Remind me. Okay. <laughs> people. Uh, so let's say that someone, some guy's got like cancer, and he's dying, and he said, "Okay, when I die, I want my body cryogenically frozen. So when they find a cure for cancer, then you can revive me and cure me." Mm-hmm. Well, no, because you're dead. I have to freeze you before you die. Right. Find a cure for cancer, unfreeze you, cure you. Once you die, you're dead. There's no cure for death. Mm-hmm. So that's 
so fucking stupid. <laughs> the problem is, though, you're still alive. And most people are not going to be down for being frozen while they're still alive. It's like, well, I still have, you know, I still have some life left in me. Why well, do I want to be frozen now? Because that's how it has to work. Right. And, 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 and no one's really going to be down with that. It's like, but it's like, okay, so you're going to, you're going to freeze me now? Like, then no, 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 I'm not down for that. Well, that, that's kind of how it has to work, but no one ever does. Right, right. So the cryogenics part is, it's a really good con. It's a great scam because <laughs> you do is you put these people on ice and you never have to thaw them. <laughs> you never have to because there's never going to be a cure for death. I mean, they'd never know if you didn't. Well, that's another good point. They wouldn't know. Now, their relatives may may ask them questions. And they're like, you know, don't forget, Grandpa's frozen. So the minute the news comes on and says, oh, by the way, you know, we've uh, we've, we've got a cure for this thing right here. You know, you got to, you, you know, you might get a call. You got to make sure that you keep your, your number updated at the cryogenics place so they know who to call, <laughs> you know, when that cure comes through. Uh, I mean, that's only going to be like, you know, a couple of generations tops. Because, like, shit, I don't even, I couldn't even tell you, like, where my great-great-grandparents are currently located. So. Well, I mean, are they, are, were they cryogenically frozen? Hell no. Let's say that, that, that's I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't fucking know. <laughs> uh, apparently, they didn't trust you to, <laughs> to have them on thought. I mean, if they were, nobody told me. So. Don't, See, don't know what to tell you there. I think, I think that Walt Disney had the right idea. Brain in a jar? Huh? Brain in a jar? Well, no, I was just, I was saying being cryogenically frozen because, and he's like, you know, this is what I'm going to do. And I'm going to create this, this huge, like, empire so that everybody will know me all for, all forever. And because everyone always know, like, Walt Disney World, like, I don't have to worry about you ever updating my phone number and address. <laughs> they can all, they'll always be able to like look up Walt Disney World. Like, operator, please give me the number to Walt Disney World. Right. Or, right. or Google, you know, so you save a problem, you know. If you need to like, uh, yeah, I, I need the number for like, you know, like Hugo, like Hugo Okomi Sr. or like a junior. <laughs> like, like I, I don't know where this guy is. You know how I many like, like, you know, like Hugo Okomi Juniors are out there in the world? Like, there's going to be tons of them. Never going to find you. <laughs> so, so I, 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 I'm, I'm like, okay, that that whole thing is the, the being frozen like that. So they they put you on ice, and um, and you're like, you're like, well, they, they may never have to. Yeah, they they might never have to. And that's perfectly cool. So I don't know how much it costs, but let's just say it costs fifty grand to put you on ice. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, because you're on ice and you're being frozen, you know, there you're gonna have to, you're gonna suffer like tissue degeneration. Right. Like frostbite. Um, and so I don't know if they're going to have to pump something special into your, into your veins to keep your, your blood like from completely freezing and that kind of So it's like when you, when you freeze like a, like a, like a soda. Like right. I got a bottle of Pepsi, I freeze it. And what happens is that the, the water freezes first and then like the cola and they separate. So when you unfreeze it, they don't mix back together again. Mm -hmm. So I'm assuming the same thing could happen to your blood. I don't know. I mean, I know that like when they, when they're storing blood, they cool it. They don't ever freeze it. Right, right. So I don't know what happened if you froze that. If you froze, like, would they have to flush, like run something through your veins to flush your system out completely so that you were not like, like your, your, I don't know, pancreas or whatever it has blood flowing through and it's like all this like frozen blood like stuck in. Do we have to like run something through it or like to put something through it so like a, like an antifreeze, like a, right, right. like a bio, uh, 
biogenetic antifreeze to antifreeze <laughs> to like keep all this. I, I don't know. I would think so, but I don't know. Again, I've never looked that much into it. I just know that the whole process of cryogenics is bullshit. Right. <laughs> so we're going to freeze you. We're going to put you on ice there and it's going to cost you $50,000. That sounds great. Got no issues with that, right? It sounds, I mean, for you, you're running a cryogenics firm. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, I'd do it. All right. I'll, I'll freeze anybody. All right. So. Hey, you want to come sit in my freezer? I'll, I'll do it. 50 grand. <laughs> I'll undercut all the competition. I got no overhead. All right. Mr. Okomi, is it not true that when the police showed up there, they found five bodies in your freezer? Sure. Well, they did, but those weren't dead bodies. They were cryogenically frozen. <laughs> as soon as there's a cure for death, I plan on bringing them back. <laughs> oh, that's my new legal defense. <laughs> I mean, I just did it for science. That's all. As soon as you can find a cure for six bullish wounds to the chest, right, I'm bringing them back. <laughs> then you'll all apologize to me. I'm just storing them there. <laughs> uh, so, so that that so that's that seems like like I said that seems great. If you're running a cryogenics like lab or a company, that seems great. Except you have to keep these people on, on ice basically forever. Mm-hmm. You have to because the whole contract is that when the cure is found, you're going to unthaw me. Well, if a cure isn't found for a hundred years, again, a cure for death is never going to be found. But if a cure um, is never going to be found, uh, then that means I'm going to be on ice forever. Fifty thousand dollars per person is really not a lot when you still have to pay upkeep and storage. And I and, and at some point in the world, I think that the uh uh, to, uh what do you, uh, what do you call that stuff? Um, like like nitroglycerin is gonna or um, uh, what do you what do you um. Uh, you freeze the body. It's nitro, uh, glycerin, isn't it? It's used to freeze things with. That's, let's blow shit up. Um, shit. Uh, <laughs> what, 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 help me out here. Um, um, um. Anyway, uh, but. I, I and then, um, like, uh, shit, uh. But anyway, that stuff is gonna cost. I can't keep you on ice for a hundred years paying electricity and mm-hmm. everything else and, you know, and, you know, like, uh, whatever, whatever it costs to, uh, to, to keep you frozen, I um, uh, you know, dry ice. I don't know what it, whatever it is. Fifty thousand dollars is not a lot to do to keep you frozen for hundred years. That's that's not it's not enough. Right. So you even though it's a great con, you are losing money in it because if you if you don't make sure they're properly stored, the parent the families can sue you. Yeah. So yeah, it's you know that so it's like that's where trouble comes into your con paradise. <laughs> um. Now the other part of that is the uh what do you call it? Um uh kind of like a like medical wordplay, you know? Um yeah, being a doctor. No 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 not not that. <laughs> it's uh so take for example if someone has uh and I'm just gonna use this because I you I see this uh, a lot. Uh, not a lot, but you kinda hear about it a lot. Um when someone has um yeah. <laughs> has uh like a let's say AIDS. Okay. Shadowhawk, yeah. <laughs> now, he only had HIV. He didn't have full-blown AIDS. Ah. Um, so, when someone has AIDS, um, how many people die from AIDS each year? Just just asking hypothetically. Hypothetically? You know, what? 10,000? Know, it's 
probably way too small. Yeah. I don't have a clue. <laughs> so let's say, let's say the number is 10,000. Um, actually, it's probably more like four to 6,000. Hmm. And the reason I say that is because what I'm going to term as medical wordplay. Oh, uh, I get you. Being because, a doctor. Huh? Being a doctor. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but not, not, not really. It doesn't even have to do with, with me doing anything. It's what the doctor in the hospital says, which is that this person died, right, from like, um, like a, say, a heart disease complicated by AIDS mm-hmm. because it weakens the immune system. But in most cases, that's not what kills you. It just weakens you for something else to kill you. Right. So this right. person died of pneumonia, you know, complicated by this. Right. So then when it go, when it's time to cure you, it's like, oh, well, there's a cure for AIDS now. Yeah, but there's not a cure for heart disease. Right. But that's not what he died of. Unfortunately, it is. Yeah, yeah. This is what he died of. And that's when the medical wordplay comes in there. So then you don't have to worry about trying to revive these people, which, of course, you can't. <laughs> but you don't have to worry about even trying because a lot of your, of, your, of your customers would have died from something else that was, again, complicated by this. But this is not the thing that actually, according to the doctors in the hospital, did them in. Right, right. So I came up with a new beautiful con that... It's going to work so much better. It's going to give you so much more money. And it's so inviting that it would actually give you more clientele. Hmm. You ready for it? I'm ready. Okay. So here it is. It's the Turk 182. And it's actually um, 182 degrees uh, like Celsius. (laughs) (laughs) Negative 182. So Turk, negative 182 degrees Celsius. How about 182 Uh, Kelvin? Because that's like still super cold. Okay, whatever. Kelvin is fine. (laughs) But Kelvin, but Kelvin, <laughs> it's too cold under this refrigerator. This isn't gonna get me out of the fridge. <laughs> Stop it! You're my stepbrother. So, uh, so the thing is, I don't know if 182 degrees Kelvin is cold. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm shit. a fucking moron. Hold on. I'm not a chemistry teacher, idiot. <laughs> uh, um, look like a goddamn scientist. Here. <laughs> so this is what. This is what I do. Okay. There is a cost to your maintenance and a cost to freezing you. But the other thing that we do is we take, so you're just going to cost us a um, $75,000 for the basic freezing package. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. 182 degrees Kelvin is negative 132.07 degrees Fahrenheit. Nice. So, yeah. There you go. Okay, good. <laughs> You're welcome. Maybe that's what I'll, I'll change the name of this other of other of cryogenics company to be. But but Kelvin, but Kelvin, <laughs> Kelvin, help! I'm stuck under the coffee table. <laughs> um. Yeah, so. Uh, so it's actually going to be um, hundred thousand dollars to freeze you, right? Because really, only, only rich people do something as stupid as that, right? Because they they're the ones that have money just to waste like that. Yeah. Um. Seventy five of it is um. So like 25 is just the whole processing and all that kind of stuff and uh and like the uh like the charges and and like monthly things like that and then the rest of it is the actual the upkeep of like making sure that we can keep you frozen and blah 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 mm-hmm. and of course yeah that's going to vary depending on on the times you know it's like well yeah but this year stuff's going on and you know the costs have gone up okay so 
Um, but then you have you have to invest at least fifty thousand dollars, at least fifty thousand dollars. Right. So on top of what it costs to store you, then you also in, uh, give us fifty thousand dollars. What we do is we invest that money for a small fee, a management fee for for managing um, your investment and making sure everything's good. Plus, we use we use some of that to you know we're going to take uh, X amount off the top and uh, of. Um, of the interest, right? So we're going to take some of the interest because we, hey, we have, we're basically working as your agent here, right? Right. And uh, your investment broker. When you, when the cure has been found, right, um, and you're revived, then when you're revived, you actually have a large, uh, uh, like a huge stack of money to start your life over. Hmm. Because don't think when you died, everything you had went to your relatives. So when you're revived, you have nothing. Mm-hmm. And so now you're going to have money. So when you come back, it, it'd be like if you were like, and like, I'm just going to use it again as an example. If you were in a coma and, you know, for 10 years and you wake up and you had a bank account that had like $500 in it. Well, after 10 years, that's grown probably quite a bit because you haven't done anything with it. Yeah. So now after 10, 20, how, 30 years, how long it takes to find a cure? That fifty thousand that you've given me, or at least fifty thousand, has grown and grown and grown. Once you are thawed and revived, we're going to take like fifteen percent of your of your total investment. The rest of it is yours to go ahead and start your new life over. You come out of cryogenics, bam, top of the heap. <laughs> You're rich, bitch. Yeah, isn't that awesome? I like it. And that we get more people to invest, but of course. You're never going to be revived because there's never a cure for death. So that money <laughs> that you invest that I get to take like X amount of interest from is going to bankroll me for the rest of my and my company's life <laughs> because I'm never going to have to cash that in. Um, it's going to sit out there. It's going to continue to make money that I just get interest off of. And I'm never going to have to revive your popsicle ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so sweet. <laughs> And then I'm using your own investment money also to help pay for your for your ice cubing. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. It's win-win. It is. Win-win-win. And then and, and it's used to have food forever. <laughs> it's, it's the best in the world. I'm like, this is amazing. And because people are going to be thinking about that and they're going to be thinking about that and like, okay, well, well wow. And like, when I come out of this, I'm going to come out as a rich man. Yeah. Or, or a rich woman, like, dude, that is, they're, they're going to be like, why, why is not everybody doing well? Cause not everybody has like, you know, that kind of money to pay for this. But, and the thing is, even people that didn't have a lot of money will then like take what they have mm-hmm. and will try to save up to put that in there because I'm kind of broke right now. But if I can take what I have, if I can get to your minimum, if I can pay for the, for the freezing and then have enough to put into the investment. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing, like, and maybe what I'll do is I'll liquidate my assets like before I die, mm-hmm. sell my house to get enough money here. I, I don't care about the relatives, whatever, you know, they, you, hey, I made my way, you make your way. Yeah. Like, what do they ever do for right. you? And now when I come out of, when I'm, you know, healed and I come back, now I can live the life I always wanted to live that I never didn't, could, I couldn't before. Yeah. And, and the part of it is it's a no lose situation. Eventually a cure will be found for your disease. And when that happens, we will unthaw you. 
We will heal you. And all that money that's set aside, it's just been, it's just been begging help. It works in your favor if the longer it takes them to actually find a cure. Because mm-hmm. that's just going to grow and grow and grow. Yeah. And then you're going to come out and you'll be like, I got a brand new body. Or at least I, I'm not, I'm not dying from whatever it was I was before. So I'm right. good. And, and now I got the money to live this life that I always wanted to live. <laughs> Who wouldn't go for that? Yeah. And it's all bullshit. <laughs> It's so awesome. It's so awesome. Every bit of it. (laughs) I'm never going to unfreeze you. (laughs) Never. Now everybody's onto your scheme. So, in fact, when I do freeze you, right, I'm going to, I'm going to put your hand like a, like a, like a circle or like a C formation so that I can actually put my drink in your hand and shut the door like a refrigerator. So I'm going to open it up and I'm going to take that out of your hand. Thanks, Joe. And shut the door because I'm never going to unfreeze you. Oh, isn't that the best, man? I like it. <laughs> because I like cryogenics it. is bullshit. <laughs> I'm sure that'll hold up in court, too. What part? In like 200 years when they're like, you never unfroze these people, Mr. 182, and you know, you're like fully cyborg at this point, because you've already said you're going to do that, and you can afford it. You're just going to be like, yeah, because fuck cryogenics, that's why. <laughs> it's bullshit. It's like, it's not bullshit. We actually have a cure for death. <laughs> you're contractually obligated to unthaw these people. No, fuck cryogenics. And that's, and that's when like... Fuck cy- cryogenics and fuck you. My cybernetic body like, you know, transforms and the guns pop out. And you're like, I'm out of order. You're out of order. This whole fucking court is out of order. <laughs> and then... <laughs> Your Honor, I'd like to hold myself in contempt of court. <laughs> and then what happens, right? They will, you know, I'll get into a shootout. They might find a way to destroy my robot body and I'll die. And then, like, and when, and then when that happens, like, there, a message will come out of my, like, out of my, my robot body. It'll send, like, it'll send a, a message out and it'll be like, my final wish is to be cryogenically frozen until, <laughs> until there's a cure for death. And then they'll be like, well, okay, no, cryogenically freeze me for one day because you said they have a cure for death. Yeah. Then they'll unfreeze me and you'll be like, yeah, and I'll never see a day in jail because, oh, I've already died. <laughs> <laughs> you can't jail me. That you should die yesterday. I'm somebody else. Yeah, but what if, I'm alive, bitch. What if they're one of those? Like, what if it's one of those cases where they give you like seven consecutive life sentences? Hmm. But you can only live one of them. Hmm. Because it's not like it's not like they would like <laughs> for the people that have seven consecutive life sentences. Not like because they would say like, oh, but you would be paroled and or could be eligible for parole in like thirty. Yeah, they, they basically, I mean, those are kind of bullshitting, but the reason behind those is that to basically make it so that you, um, can never live out your full term. Mm-hmm. But it's not like they would say, oh, well, you're alive again now. You got to go and do your, you know, sitting like, I'm not a cat, man. I mean, <laughs> uh, but I would say, okay, yeah, but you know what? You still haven't found a, a, a cure for pneumonia. <laughs> yeah, this guy died, but you don't have a cure for pneumonia. And they'll be like, shit, we can cure death, but you're right. We can't cure pneumonia or the common cold. <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> and the other part hey, of that if is I go that... To, if, I, if somebody brings me Pizza Hut and they bring me a bunch of pizza with plant-based meat on it, I'm going to throw hands. <laughs> I'm going to take that shit and print in my front yard and grow me a meat tree. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
that's how that's how it works, right? <laughs> probably the most dumbass thing I've ever heard you say <laughs> in my entire time of knowing you. <laughs> <laughs> but it's plant based. Like, like if somebody has a really cool plant, like, oh, that's a really cool plant. Can I get a piece of that so I can like start to run my own, right? You, you, you get like a peach pit, right? You put in some water, let it start to sprout, and you bear you, you put it in the backyard. So. <laughs> I mean, all I know is I could eat a peach for hours. So. <laughs> I'm glad you got a kick out of there. Like, <laughs> that's the stupidest thing you've heard. <laughs> it's just the earnestness in your voice. <laughs> I'm going to plant it. Make me a meat tree. <laughs> you got to sell the sell the sell the steak, bitch. <laughs> So, uh, so I mean, that yeah, that's that's my plan, man. I like it. So, for all you people out there that are, you know, want to see what things are going to be like in the far, far future, cryogenics. <laughs> cryogenics is the way. And remember, um, you know, if you are looking to be cryogenically frozen, um, yeah, call, but Kelvin. Uh, <laughs> call Kelvin. And, uh, and the, and the number is five 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 zero one eight two. Hey. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'll freeze you, man. <laughs> Kevin, hope I'm stuck in the freezer. <laughs> I can't get the door open. A dad went fishing. <laughs> oh, Kevin, what are you doing? Step temperature. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Oh, so, yep. And, and you feel like, you know, I, I, I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm doing everything <laughs> legal and by the book. You just keep telling yourself that. Tell me what I'm doing wrong, man. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not here to lecture you. I'm no. not your dad. <laughs> no, you're, you're supposed to be here to, like, help me to, you know, I mean, obviously I'm going to share my money with you. <laughs> well, okay, so you put it that way. Well, I mean, remember how you were like, well, if I could uh, John Malkovich somebody, then I would... Going to this guy right here, and I was like, okay, dude, just don't tell me what you did, you know. <laughs> don't tell me how you got the money. <laughs> uh, so I'm just saying, I would share my money with, it's completely legal, man. I'm not doing anything wrong. I made these people promises, and I will keep those promises. It's not my fault that they didn't read the fine print. <laughs> well, it's a good plan. You're the idea guy. Thank you. <laughs> I'm Steve Jobs. <laughs> <laughs> well, it has been a bit of a shorter one, but the day grows late. Yeah. Um, time goes short until they come up with a cure for time. Yes. So. Oh, speaking of which, um, so it's, uh, you know, I've got to do my, uh, my, my my monthly injections, you know. Right. So right. it's actually like today is like the day I was actually supposed to do my. I think it's today. Is today the day. Today's the day. Yeah. So I've got to do my my injection for today. Oh shit! I forgot all about that. Hmm. Um, and uh, you know, I don't think I've ever mentioned this on the podcast, but yeah, you know, yeah, for you know the thing that I have, I got to just once a month. I got to use this little auto injector thing, and it's not that big of a deal. Um, but I'm not I'm not a needle person, and I'm in. They just don't like it. The auto injector makes it really a lot easier to, to cope and to manage with doing it. Mm-hmm. But I have to like once I once I depress the uh, the plunger, I've got to hold it in place 
while it dispenses the the medication. Right, right. Normally it's about 10 to 15 seconds, and then the needle automatically tracked. Uh, detract or retract, sorry. So no big deal. But I'm going to tell you, man, that is the longest 10 to 15 seconds I think I have ever experienced in my life. Oh, yeah. It's not just because I don't really like needles. It's also because when you first do it and you got the, the initial poke, like, okay, and then the medicine goes in. Yes, when like, hmm, that kind of stings a little bit there. So yeah, mm-hmm. you know, 1001, 1002, 1020, 1000. Like, when is this damn thing gonna <laughs> retract? It's the longest freaking time. And I'm like, shit. And I, I swear, I'll, I'll be looking at the clock and I'll be like, oh, okay. It's like, it's like, it's like the hand will move forward. And I'm like, oh shit, it's been like a minute, right? <laughs> but like, but the, the, the plunger hasn't, hasn't, uh, hasn't popped back out. The needle hasn't retracted. I'm like, shit. I'm like, what's, what's taking so long? And I'll look back at the clock and the clock's like, ah, just kidding, fool you. And it'll shoot back backwards. I'm like, what? I'm like, I'm like, you asshole. And then finally I'll pop. I'm like, this is the longest in the 15 seconds of my life. And I'm like, I'm like, Shh. and I just like, I don't know, maybe it's the medicine that's making me hallucinate or whatever, but I swear, I swear, like, I think my, my, my clock is just fucking with me, right? <laughs> it's like, it knows. And it just, it just, it's like, 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 it's like, it, it, and, and here's the worst part. Of it. I think that, that the clock, like, my room clock is, is actually like making fun of me with my alarm clock, you know? It's, and I, I know this, this sounds stupid. But I'm like, it's, it's like, oh, no help. I'm cryogenically frozen in time. Whoa. <laughs> Because I, I do the thing and I'm like, like, I'm like, okay, 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 and okay, that's 15 seconds. I guess 20 seconds. And I'm like, this thing slides retracted, and then like I look again, like, and then the hands like back like a minute. I'm like, wait a minute, no, we we were at, we were like like 2:43, and now we're at 2:40. That didn't make any damn sense. And then I pop back up, and and I just imagine when I leave the room, the clock is like, <laughs> he's like, he fell for it again, again. It's like the same thing. Once a month, the same thing. I fall for it. And the alarm clock's like, I was like, I know, I know. Like the other day, the other day, I did that thing with him where like he wakes up and I say it's three o'clock and, and he falls asleep again. And then and he wakes up and it's three o'clock still. And it's like, what? And then and he falls back asleep and he wakes up and it's three o'clock still. And then he falls asleep and wakes up and it's seven o'clock. He's like, shit, I'm late. And he's like, he falls for it every time. He's like, he's so fucking stupid. I know. <laughs> and the alarm clock says like, I was like, oh my God. But you know, this guy is so much better than the last guy I work with. He was like a some kind of like scientist guy, whatever. <laughs> and he, you know what? You know what that motherfucker did? He bought another clock to make sure that I stayed on time. <laughs> he would come in. He would adjust me every day. And I got this fucking snitch here next to me and everything. Like he's off by thirty seconds. <laughs> and he's you know, always adjusting my ass and stuff like that. Talking about you gotta be on Greenwich Mean Time. I'm like motherfucker. You can see some New York Mean Time. Ah, <laughs> oh, fucking hate clocks. <laughs> Except I'll, the song by Coldplay. I'll add that to your list. <laughs> Chess players, doctors, cryogenics, and clocks. Yeah. Clocks are the devil's work. <laughs> Sundial. Sundial's the way to go. You never see the sun moving backwards just to trick your ass. It did in the Old Testament, actually, Turk. That was Jesus. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm just saying. Isn't Jesus from the New Testament? He is. <laughs> He's also God, so you know. He, he, he's, he's part God. <laughs> part God, sure. Yeah, well, you're right. He's. I mean, he's not. He's not full God. He's like part God. He's like. He's like the Silver Surfer to like <laughs> Galactus, right? He's like, I gave you a portion of like omnipotent power. Right? <laughs> this is really not the podcast for a theological debate. <laughs> <laughs> uh. 
Oh, so in the words of Blink-182, what's my name again? Oh, yes, it's Turk-182. Oh, shit, I didn't want to make that connection at all. <laughs> um, hey, my name is Turk-182, and uh, you can always find me here on Our Mom Synchro Funny, uh, right next to Akomi, and you can also find me on Intergutters Podcast with Wallcrawler1. We talk about comics and all things comic-related and all kinds of good, fun stuff. And who are you again? I'm Akomi. You can find me cryogenically frozen. <laughs> yeah, you can. <laughs> They'll let me out as soon as they find a cure for stupid. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Saying, yo. It's me. I'm doing that guy. You know, Han Solo from Star Trek. <laughs> Alright right there, folks. That was Our Moms Think We're Funny. Let's, uh... Let's give him a hand.